0: my thought, in the midst of a energy crisis I'm going to go and buy a hot tub in England Ah. with four four cats (laughs) but we're going to make sure we've got the inflatable one inflatable cats? anything's inflatable if you try hard enough (laughs) (laughs) laughing
1: Episode 475. It's a podcast. I'm Mike. And let's rejoin Matthew and Sam for part two. But you know, what we're missing in society today is grit. We're <laughs> missing people with true grit. Really? And what what to, does that mean? Two hours
0: and twenty minutes of my life that almost <laughs> me back.
1: Hey, at least you didn't have to pay for it. He, no, he, no, I but blessing. He will when he forgets to cancel a subscription <laughs> gets a charge on his credit card for 79.99 cuz he just bought it for a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But in 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 the continuing effort, Mike, to help you earn your man card. Yes. Um, you were required to watch a John Wayne movie.
0: Who chose this John Wayne
1: movie? I did. But... Now the question is why did I choose this movie?
0: Well yeah, why why this one? Cuz he t- he's done quite a few films. Uh
1: 150 I kind of it's a hobby. Yeah,
0: which was making films
1: obviously. It was making films. Um, and then when you add in his television appearances, it was over 170 uh different different appearances. Uh John, yeah, he was
0: he was the man. So anyway, what 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 was what was the reasoning for True Grit that you made a suffer
1: a so, so, uh, uh, n- n- number of reasons. One, uh, it was his only Oscar. There we go. One day, little girl, the sadness will leave your
0: face. True Grit by Glenn as Campbell. As yep.
1: Won. Also played LaBeef Beef. Le Beef. <laughs> Wait, start. I thought that was Matt Damon. You watched the remake. <laughs> I, I did watch the remake, which was actually very good several years ago, yeah, and enjoyed it thoroughly. I, you know, I've always been a big job now. I want to watch the remake again. Yeah, I do too. To compare to the original. And when when I heard the, when I first heard there was a True Grit remake, I was just apoplectic. Like, I was losing my little baby mind because but no, you cannot remake. What? Oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a Coen brothers movie. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in. And yeah, well, it in was, that case, yeah, it was yeah. Great. The, the the Coen brothers made one mistake in the remake though, that that, that bothered me. Well, what was that? In the scene in the dugout where they had the shootout. Okay. All right. Uh, there was a big fat guy that was in there, and it was not played by John Goodman. Oh, okay. That should have been John Goodman. Yeah. Because he's in everything. A lot of their yes, movies. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously in um, old brother, art thou? He's Cyclops. He's Cyclops, and then he was in Lebowski. Yeah, he's probably the main character. He is the main character in Lebowski. He's yeah. fantastic. Not, but, but wait a minute. No, Jeff Lebowski <laughs> is the main <laughs> character, right? No, no the dude. It's, no, I'm the dude. But back to the original trigger. So the, you asked Sam why um, it was his. It was his Oscar-winning performance. It's the only time he won an Oscar, he was nominated for several the most of which was for the Alamo where he was a director and producer that was up for best picture, um, but lost. It did win for best soundtrack. Yeah. The Alamo. And it's also just, it is the quintessential iconic John Wayne, you know, the, the scene at the end where he's in the field and it's one on four, puts the reins in his teeth. Just he's, like he, he, he told the story about having done it before. Exactly. Got the rifle in one arm where he's, you know, Rat, you know, he's flipping it around, by flipping like, it around, yeah. Just, and he's got a pistol <laughs> in the other hand, and one on four, and he still wins. Yep. You know, that's just so iconic of John Wayne. And but and he's doing it with, you know, as a fat old drunk man with one eye. Yes. <laughs> he's just that good. And and the other reason I love I love True Grit, is its comic element. Oh yeah. John Wayne has fantastic comedic timing and it's very subtle and it's in facial expressions it's in uh, su- surprise when he'll get surprised at, in comments or thoughts or something and and he actually said that uh, one good look is better than a thousand words of script yeah and that's why and, and he pulls it off with only one eye <laughs> Actually, it's that
0: perception. Nothing has been lost. while he's been shooting.
1: Uh, that eye patch had a hole in it with a little mesh screen in it, so he could. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's that was why I chose True Grit to to introduce Mike to John Wayne. Now, it's not a bad film. In in all honesty, it was fine. It's it's a fun movie. It's well written. I still can't watch the whole rattlesnake scene, because it scares the pants off me. because I hate snakes. <laughs>
0: You know. That was an important piece of information
1: that I'm not going to use against you in the future. <laughs> Said revolving door Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, and then of the, the sequel, Rooster Cogburn and the Lady with Katherine Hepburn, is hilarious. Is it? Oh, my goodness. That's from uh, 75? Yeah. 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 yeah she. She has a will and persona as big and strong as his, and they butt heads, and it is so funny. It is really funny. I mean, John Wayne was in a lot of really funny movies. Uh, like the rom-com, The Quiet Man? No. That's I haven't so seen nice. any John Wayne movies they, until yesterday. I have this poster <laughs> in my theater, in Poker Room, The Quiet yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, it was, is, it, that a, is that one of the John Ford movies? Yes. Didn't it's he, romantic. Did you do like a hundred and something John Ford yeah, movies? He yeah, did. Uh, he did, you know, it was a romantic comedy set in Ireland, Huh. and it has the best fight scene of any movie ever. As a matter of fact, the the fight scene has a, a halftime where they beat each other into an Irish pub <laughs> and then get a beer and try to buy each other's beer and reject the offer and continue the fight based on that. <laughs>
0: It does sound like an Irish thing to do. It is that. a very
1: Irish thing to do. It's brilliant. But yeah, John so John that obviously John Wynn is not his real name. No, it's Marion. Marion Morrison. Marion Robert Morrison. He was born Sometimes the- Mary Marion Michael Morrison. Yes. He was thirteen pounds. When he was born? Yeah. That is that big? Uh yeah. <laughs> Is that like twi- twice the size of a normal baby? I think the average birth is between seven and eight pounds. Yeah. 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 So almost twice. Yeah, it yeah. was big. And of course, he's called the Duke. Yep. Because? Indiana Jones style nickname. It was his dog. His dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, he didn't go to um North Carolina. No, he didn't. No, okay. no he didn't. He had a dog <laughs> named Duke, and he would go, you know, hang out. And there was this one fire station where he just, as a kid, would go down there and hang out at the fire station because that's what kids did back then. And the firemen started calling him Duke because that was the name of the dog. Here comes the Duke. Yep, and and that's how he got his wow. name. Wow, uh, he had a football scholarship at USC, but then in, got it. He injured himself. I for, it was horsing not, around, right? Yeah, it was not football related. <laughs> no. It was doing something stupid. <laughs> uh, but that made him medically ineligible to serve in World War II. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And he believed that the war films that he made during that time period were his contribution to the war by keeping up morale and because he couldn't go of, fight himself. Right. That was the only way he could, you know, like The Sands of Iwo Jima. Man, that's a fantastic boat or movie. Um, boat. Boat. I was thinking of another, another movie here. <laughs> uh, but it was in, he he got a job as like a props man. Because he was living, you know, in in around Hollywood, and got a job as a props man. He kind of worked his way, did some extras, and then finally in 1930 he got his first starring role in um, the Big Trail. And that's when he got the name John Wayne. Ah, they're like Marion Morrison's not going to fly. We need you're six <laughs> foot or you're a giant person. Yeah, no, you're was he that tall? Yeah, he was a big dude. You're John Wayne, and there are uh, a lot of jokes about about him you know, overloading whatever horse he happens to be. <laughs> you yes. can't ride that horse that fast. Cause you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're too big. Uh, but you know, all throughout his whole life, he, he kind of took on the, the embodiment of the Western, you know, and just kind of his culture and his lifestyle and also had an incredible respect for horses and livestock and the, uh, the pioneer attitude. And then also for native Americans, he was very, very, very supportive. And if you watch his movies, He's never disrespectful, yeah, to Native Americans. Now there are battles where he has to, you know, shoot a bunch of them, but he's never disrespectful. And even after the battle, he he has a certain respect for them, and um, and it's it's laudable. True great fact that was Wilford Brimley's debut. Well, he was uncredited. Oh, where was Wilford Brimley? He was an extra. Oh, he was just an extra. Yeah, but that was his um. Do we know w- in what scene he was an extra? No, I don't. Okay. Dennis Hopper. Is yes. In it. He's uh Moon. Moon. And there's uh, and then uh, Robert Duvall. is uh He was the lead yeah, he was the He's uh, uh, uh something Pepper. What's his red, name? uh yeah um Dick Pepper, Bob red, Pepper red pepper, <laughs> no, black was, pepper, something pepper <laughs> White pepper peppercorn. <laughs> but it's, all right, so it's funny you talk about Dennis Hopper as moon. <laughs> salt and pepper. Yeah. Oh no, that's salt and pepper. <laughs> when when uh, when John Wayne as Rooster Cogburn is taunting Moon, he says, "You'll be down to one leg hopping around all the time," which was an inside joke. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yeah. That's why he said that. Yeah. And in the end, he was uh, he ended up down several things. <laughs> he ended up dead <laughs> and dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was dead. Spoiler alert. I know. Uh, <laughs> the The role of Matty Ross. Uh, uh uh-huh. I I, I was like, she seems awfully familiar. Don't say it yet. She seems awfully familiar. I don't really recognize her face, though. Like, it's the voice. The voice is familiar. And I'm like, where have I heard that voice before? Now, in honor of our special guest, I've created Dinner Mondeau. First, we have French fries. And French
0: dressing. And French bread. And to drink, ta da, Peru.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, she's uh, John Cusack's mom and better off dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because that was the only other movie she was known for. <laughs> yeah. She did True Grit, and that was pretty much the peak of her career. Why? Because um, she, she did a really good job in True, get, she true Grit. She was a real pain in the ass. Oh, was she? Yeah. The like off off camera. She she took that role and kind of owned it. And it was it
0: natural demeanor? The then was it?
1: Yeah, yeah. She was. Oh, a, which is funny because John Wayne originally wanted his daughter, I think Alyssa, to play Mattie Ross, and then the director Henry Hathaway said no, and then John Wayne said. Well, I saw this uh, this new singing group with a leading lady that I think could be perfect for the role, and Hathaway said, no, 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 we need a named actor, a named actress, somebody that has some name brand recognition. And he uh, he turned down Karen Carpenter, wow, wow. to play the role of Manny Ross. And that's he went with the established actress of Kim Darby. But what would you guys, so, all right. I've, I've talked enough. What, uh, what did you think of the movie? What did you think of John Wayne being John Wayne? I, I liked it. I thought, uh, like, all the things you said, you know, the humor, the subtle humor. Yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting. What were you expecting? I was expecting the caricature of John Wayne. <laughs> well, how could he be a caricature of himself? He, no, was, he was him. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know he, had, he was funny. Yeah. I had no idea. That's not that's not what uh, popular culture has trained me to believe about John Wayne. John Wayne is you know toxic masculinity embodied you right. know, and all that stuff. But he's but no, they're, not they're, at all. It couldn't couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, there's there's a gentleness and tenderness to yep. him, and that's why yep. he you even know, that role, which is amazing that that gentleness and tenderness comes through right in this drunken old fat yeah. mean. <laughs> You know, and and it, it first, ready man. It, it first manifests itself when uh, Labouf offered him the fifteen hundred dollars to you know to take um, Cheney to uh-huh. Texas, and offered him more money than what Matty Ross was offering to chase him down. And he no, no, I'm I've already I'm, I'm taking care of her. Yeah. You know, there was already a, a bit of tenderness for her story and her pain and wanting to help her. Yeah, I expected him to tell her to F off. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. More money? More money? <laughs> you know, and, and they don't really mention it, but like, $1,500 in... Oh my god, 1880? 1880, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, that, that's money for the rest of your life. Yeah. Sam, what'd you think?
0: I have the rare privilege of watching the remake before the original.
1: Me too. Okay. Pound of me too.
0: So... Uh... I don't know what I was expecting to be honest with you. It was it was a solid film. Um I wasn't bored, wasn't disappointed. A couple of things were impressive. I think the cinematography was stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Um the landscape and the, the 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 areas they used. I don't know if you could do that nowadays because I just don't think you'd have the, the open expanse of scenery like that that isn't got a car driving through it or a plane in the <laughs> background or
1: Well I think people are savvy enough now to know that uh Arkansas and Oklahoma don't look like the Colorado Rockies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't. So, uh,
0: <laughs> looks good to me. Um, one thing I was kind of considering halfway through the film was uh, how strong a female lead she was and how how probably odd that would have been mm-hmm. back then. Um, it, you know, it, it is a lot about kind of women's rights and... Mm-hmm. See, uh, I, the, the, the play of, of gender in, in Baton. she was you know I wonder Barton about that,
1: a- though, because I go back and watch old movies like this every once in a while, and none of the things that I'm told I'm going to see happen, like this: strong female character. Like they're a strong female, strong Well yeah, black, that, uh, strong, whatever. De- desk set with Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hutburn. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's a great movie. But but I'm just saying this this narrative, this modern narrative well, about how like all old movies are nothing but you know strong white uh, males and everybody oh, okay. else is subservient. All well, right, I'm I'm cubist in this discussion. I see both perspectives. Um, I have seen a lot of roles where there were sm- strong female roles, you know, strong female characters. But then I think you know what Sam is saying is that not only was she a strong female role and character in the movie. But she ran the family business books. Oh yeah. She ran the money. She, you know, gave her dad an allowance. Uh-huh. You know, she negotiated. The <laughs> way she took the undertaker and the uh, when when the, she sold the horses back. That was fantastic. <laughs> and then rebuilt the horse. Yeah, so then rebought the horse. Yes, re-bought the horse. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible. Sold and, them to him for twenty five dollars and then bought them back for twelve. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> you know like an hour later sam sam's right in that you know in the 1880s women right. did not wield that kind of power no but in 1969 they did <laughs> but yeah showing showing that strong of a female in the 1880s i think was no that i i agree with yeah. a, a little bit unusual uh because women just didn't have that kind of power back then i mean all right truth be told women have always <laughs> always had all the power because of yeah yeah no (laughs) yes that is all the power yeah (laughs) they just didn't recognize it uh but yeah so i you know i I agree with you sam there was definitely a uh and but it wasn't an outright you know feminist you know no she wasn't preaching she was no it was kind of refreshing it was just she was taking I, care of business. I, I, she, she was exactly taking care of business. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> every day taking care of business in in every way. She, she wasn't trying to <laughs> enable others. She wasn't trying to.
0: She wasn't trying to change the world. There was no motive apart from she had just stuff she needed
1: to do. Just a hell of a negotiator, uh, avenging her father's death. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hardcore I mean, stuff for a fourteen-year-old. Even even for you know her to talk Rooster Cogburn into going on the trip. Yeah, that was because he didn't want to. He didn't want to do it. with her in yeah. the beginning.
0: Yeah. How old uh, was she supposed to be playing in that like, that role? Then? 14, Fourteen or
1: fifteen. Yeah.
0: So he, so it's an incredibly young female yeah. uh, role then. So Hello, from Darby. my perspective, I, I thought it was it was good cinematography, is good story. It's a fun it was, story. It's a fun story. Yeah. You know, um, you, you get to go on a ride along with John Wayne yeah. uh, and, and shoot some baddies. And <laughs> yeah, all is well with the world at the end. It was, it actually had a surprisingly touching end. Yes. Um, but it, it was touching, but also really sad as well, because obviously life expectancy wasn't particularly high back mm-hmm. then. So yeah, he was an old man by anybody's yeah. guess at that stage. So it was kind of like she looked towards him as a a father figure, and he looked towards her as an equal at that stage. Yeah. Um, the only bit I didn't like was the the dark cinematography. There's something that goes on with westerns and old films where they yeah. try and film in the dark, and it's not dark; it's clearly daytime.
1: But they but put they that blue don't... filter on yeah. it to make it's it look like it's sick. moonlight. Yeah. 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 The the yeah, the West especially the spaghetti westerns have horrible i I'm night, using nighttime I'm using dick fingers here. Night shots uh-huh. where it's yeah. clearly at noon <laughs> but they're trying to make it look like night. And you're terrible. under a full moon. Yeah, and, it's terrible. Yeah. And and that's just I think due to the technology of the day, but sure. Um but you no, you're you're right. Especially at the very end of the movie there was an incredibly touching moment. But also an incredibly funny moment where Maddie Ross is explaining to Rooster that she wants him buried next to him. Yep. And then he... (laughs) Because he doesn't have a family of his own. And and then he says, you know, please don't ask me to move in too soon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but just the way he delivered it in the time, it was just fantastic. And like you said, you know, people don't think of John Wayne as a comic. Right. But he was very funny. Yeah, I had, I had no idea. Oh, he was funny. Other John Wayne movies you need to watch, if you're going to look at the spectrum, uh, first, all, you have to watch Stagecoach, because that was his first real big movie. Uh, and that, That's a classic. Uh, Angel and the Bad Man, that's a fun one. Uh he's, that about? he's a bad guy. Oh, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. And he ends up staying or hiding out with a, she's like a Puritan widow with a young son. And, what time uh, period is this? Uh, it's it's one of the black and whites. No, um, I mean setting. Like oh, seventeen hundred. Yeah, eighteen hundreds. You know, same time. And there's there, there's a great scene where uh, he's he's talking to the little boy and he's like four or five, and um, he discovers that the, the the boy can't swim, and uh, he says, "Well, it's time you learned how to swim," and he picked him up and threw him in the creek. <laughs> <laughs> And, and his mother comes out and she's all screaming and panicking. And he's like, just reach forward and grab a handful of water, kid, you know? And, um, pretty soon the kid's swimming. And, uh, and it's like, you know what, you know, sometimes that's the best way to teach people. Just throw them in the water and see if they live. <laughs> yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised with John Wayne. Cause I, like I said, I'd only known the caricature right of John Wayne. Like, you say John Wayne, the old, the first thing that pops into my head is the Robin Williams stand up routine. Yeah, are talking about John oh Wayne gosh. Yeah. doing Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> well, is this a dagger I see before me? <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to be, pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> but you know another another aspect of John Wayne that I love is he is so incredibly quotable. There, he just he has a way of words and exercises, brother. I actually thought about I. I wish I'd had more time, or I'd I thought about it when I started watching the movie because usually normally I take notes yeah. when somebody has me watch a movie for Nerd Burger, and this time I didn't except for that <laughs> one line about yeah. the whiskey. Yeah. Um. And I wish I had started because in the like the first half of the movie at least there's so much <sighs> weird. Just phraseology. Great dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I wished I'd been writing everything down, but, but I didn't I, have time to go back and watch it again. But, you know, even outside of the movies, he's quotable. Life is hard. It's harder when you're stupid.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no truer words. You know, ever I mean, spoken. it's like a man deserves a second chance, but keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> you're short on ears and long on mouth. <laughs> This is out. This is stuff he said just, as John Wayne, just, not just, in yeah. as dialogue. Being John Wayne, yeah. But then he has some very encouraging things, you know. And this is one of my favorites. Courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. Yeah. It's not the number of times you fall, but the number of times you get back up. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow hopes we have learned something from yesterday. While wow, Gen Z could learn a f- ton from John uh, Wayne, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay now and and now this is incredibly controversial when he said it because it was in the 60s okay a horse is a horse it ain't make a difference what color it is wow that was controversial in the 60s well i mean race wars what's the secret of success right decisions how do you make right decisions experience how do you get experience Wrong decisions, it's making wrong decisions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all I'm for is the liberty of the individual. Ooh, that'll get him in trouble on Twitter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the The Republican National Convention actually pushed for him to run for office instead of Ronald Reagan. And he said, "No, no, no. An actor has no place in office." <laughs> yeah.
0: And Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't take him. No, up he did. <laughs> Nor
1: did Jesse Ventura. But then he he told his friend Ronald, "You ought to run for office." (laughs) Ronald Reagan, the actor. I suppose Jane Wyman is the first lady, and Jack Benny is the secretary of the treasury. Men forget everything; women remember everything. Everything. (laughs) And this was this was one of the attitudes I took when I was teaching. But I, I teaching. When did you teach? I was doing corporate training, AutoCAD, Revit. Remember I taught you Revit ding-dong? Oh, okay. That kind that of, kind of teaching. teaching. You know, nobody remembers your actual name in my office. And that's g- the best way possible. <laughs> but as soon as I say, you know, the insultant, everybody goes, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yes, it worked perfectly. My plan worked. I'm responsible only for what I say, not what you understand. <laughs> and he was he was very political. <laughs> that he was he, almost he was, a spit take. I know, he was very political. Uh and this was remember this is written fifty-five, sixty years yeah. ago. Very few of the so-called liberals are open-minded. They shout you down and won't let you speak if you disagree with them. See Twitter twenty twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And Some then things never change. Nothing has never changed.
1: changed. Uh, <laughs> I define manhood simply: men should be tough, fair, and courageous. Never petty, never looking for a fight, but never backing down from one either. Yep. Yeah. Standing, standing, stand, standing his ground. Absolutely. Before stand your ground laws. And I think one of my, <laughs> I think my favorite. And I'm going to cap this off here. My favorite John Wayne quote. The reason there are so many stupid people is because it's illegal to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hope that they I somehow kill themselves please, through their own stupidity. Please, please, Darwin, be right. You know, I used to have yeah. a, a life-size cardboard cutout of John Wayne, uh, and it was a, a, a scene from the movie Hondo, Which was great. I remember that life-size cutout. What happened to it? uh, It finally fell apart after 20-some-odd years. Um, And it was great. In that movie, there was a dog that he had. And someone mentioned, all right, is that your dog? And he's like, no, it just hangs out with me. (laughs) But, you know, it's life-size John Wayne with cowboy hat holding a rifle. I remember this cutout. I had it uh, in our first house. I had it in my bonus room, which was at the very end of the hall. And every so often... I'd be awakened in the middle of the night with it air shrieking. <laughs> Seeing that thing in the dark. You look down the hall and see this giant shadow of somebody holding a rifle. Uh-huh. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that, that's why it ended up in the basement of the new house and eventually got destroyed it, it finally, on an yeah, accident. It, finally, yeah. it was yeah, it was time to go. Yeah. But um yeah, so well congratulations said, on watching your first John Wayne movie. Yeah. He said, put a, put a cap on it, and and that reminded me that at some point, and I think it was Chaney, said something about putting a cap in the girl, Maddie. And I'm like, is this the first instance of putting a cap in somebody's ass? Wow. Yeah. Ever mentioned? <laughs> Did she ever go hunting with Dick Chaney? Dick Chaney? No, that's getting a, a cap put in your face. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if that's you're hunting with Cheney, right. <laughs> no, this is C H A N E Y. Oh yeah, the guy with the black mark on his face, the powder burn. Yeah, yeah. Get a cap in it. No, it's when they're at the um at the end when they're at the the camp yeah, with the snake pit. That's right. And he says he's going to put a cap in her. That may if, be the if, first. If she, you know, yeah. disobeys whatever he's saying. What I found funny is that while he was the antagonist of the movie, he was not the star. It was Robert Duvall, right? Ned Ned Pepper, Ned Pepper, who was really the bad guy. Yep, because that was one person that John Wayne had shot but not killed. Shot him in the lip. And that's why he had a little cross yeah. thing up in them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now please go, go watch yes, more <laughs> um, Hellfighters. is and a Robert, great movie. <laughs> it's another Back to the Future reference. Jesus, didn't that guy ever have hair? Yeah, <laughs> Robert Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, this is a few years before yeah. The Godfather. Maybe he actually has hair in this. Nope. 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 Dennis Hopper, on the other hand. Big head of hair. Awesome yeah. ponytail. Yeah. yeah. That's like the, uh, what is it? The motorcycle movie. Uneasy Easy Rider? Easy Rider. Yeah. Oh. No, Uneasy Rider was the name <laughs> of the Charlie Daniels band song. Easy Rider is the name of the yeah, movie. Yeah. Uneasy Rider. And Sam is going, who's Charlie Daniels? And what is Uneasy Rider? Is he related to Jack? Do you know CDB? No. PCB. No, TCB. Is, <laughs> that's <a> different. <laughs>
0: These are lots of new names on there. CBD. Today. That's CBD. That pot
1: oil, right? Yeah. And PCP is <laughs> what Sam's brother, the knob, <laughs> 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 likes his whiskey to taste like. <laughs> PCP is what uh, Dan Aykroyd got sent to jail for in trading. Places. That is correct. I had to think about not calling it trading spaces. Yes, it's trading pl- places. Man. God, that was a great movie. Yeah. Ancient Orange, Ancient Orange. I was in ding-dang and ying-yang. And... <laughs> what scene is that from? The, the very beginning when Eddie Murphy is, I'm blind. And I'm, oh, can, okay. It's a, miracle. it's a miracle. I got legs. I can see. I got legs. I can walk. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh what was it coming to america when they, they yeah, they were they bums were, living in yeah. the garbage yeah we're back <laughs> <laughs> and then when coming to america too they were the um it was the grandson the grandson of one of them that had that their yeah had come back right yeah yeah sam's looking at us completely i've not, see, I've disinterested. not seen any of these films well then you move, haven't seen coming to america move to or america places move to america <laughs> Trading, Place is, to to Trading Places. Trading Places is an excellent holiday movie oh, because tra- it covers is it Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Yeah, yeah, all three of them. Yep. Well, it says there's one, but they look kind of happy together. <laughs> it's the only thing good Al Franken has ever done. Yes. <laughs> speaking speaking of America, Sam, when are you going to come visit us? Mm. Yes. Now, now everything's opened up. Um... You know, Matthew has several guest rooms for you to stay. I have several guest rooms. I, I think it's going to be towards the end of the year, to be truthful. Or and you can sleep in a sleeping bag underneath the podcast table here in my house. I also have a hammock set up in the bonus room, <laughs> in addition to the king size bed up there, so you can pretend you're you're sleeping in the jungle. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a rain check on my hammock. My back isn't great <laughs> right best of the time, so
1: understood. But um, okay, Sam well, wants a proper a, mattress. So, actually, Sa- Sam needs to be a good husband and bring his wife to Disney. Oh, yeah. oh, to what? To Disney, Disney. Do- Disney. Why is she a pedophile? No. <laughs> Why would you want to go to Disney? <laughs> remember, remember, an office uh, uh, IT crowd. Uh, I only saw some of the IT. Jen crowd. was dating a guy named Peter. Peter File. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they yeah, were announcing. Right. Yeah, they were announcing Peter, his name over the Peter airport. File? Peter File. Peter File. <laughs> I'm Peter File. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. Yeah, you need to. You need to bring. All right. So what what Sam's going to do, and by that I mean, Sam, this is what you're going to do. Yeah, listen. You're going to fly into Atlanta because it's probably cheapest to fly into Atlanta. And then you're going to spend a few days hanging out here in the ATL, and we'll host you, and we'll do a Nerd Burger live with Sam. Yes, absolutely. And then we'll take a road trip down to Orlando, and you guys will go to the parks. Well, I will not because I'm done.
0: You've you've been,
1: how many times have you been to Disney World? I, I, a lot. Why? You've repressed that from your memory. Because I was a child and I have children. Okay. Which means you go to Disney World. And this is before you knew that they were all pedophiles. Yes, way before I knew they were all pedophiles. (laughs) And um, now, disclaimer, not all Disney employees are pedophiles. No, just the people that run the company. (laughs) I just, I do not want a libel lawsuit. Frankly, I don't want to be sued today. Yeah, if that's all exactly. (laughs) Uh, Hey Disney, if you have a problem with it, it's easy. hashtag Cancel Nurburg. Cancel Nurburg, or hashtag Don't hire pedophiles. (laughs) hashtag (laughs) No grooming. (laughs) Okay groomer. Yeah, okay groomer. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, coming to Atlanta. Spend a few days here. We'll do some cool stuff. We'll go down to the aquarium. The aquarium is phenomenal. Uh, and of course, I'll give you a driving tour of the Georgia Tech campus, because that is the epicenter of all brilliance and greatness. Ooh, I want that. I haven't had that yet. Driving tour of uh, of tech? Yeah. With you? Yeah. Mr. Tech? Mm-hmm. Wearing your nothing but tech no, clothes it's... all the time? North Avenue Trade School. Yeah, I know. Thank you.
0: Do oh, I get to drive your car and brake stuff?
1: Yes, you do. Just like I did <laughs> yours. <never said. laughs> <laughs> is there a nice... Sold. I'm done. Is there a nice hedge in your neighborhood that Sam can... <laughs> yeah. Drive into Yeah, it. it's definitely something like that. Uh we'll we'll spend a day and go up to North Georgia. Show you the mountains up there, and then we'll spend a day in downtown. And then you guys can go down and do a uh road trip down to Orlando. Uh and then then we'll meet in either Fort Lauderdale or West Palm. Probably Lauderdale. You do like Lauderdale, don't you? And then we'll go out on a uh, scuba snorkel charter. And let you guys snorkel the reef while I dive it. And uh, then we'll hit St. Augustine on the way home, America's oldest city. We'll eat the paella at the Columbia. The Columbia, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, we'd be more than happy to. Your paella is amazing. Uh, and then we'll just make the make the drive back to Atlanta. So that sounds you know, like I, a I, heck of a holiday.
0: My wife can't listen to this podcast because <laughs> she'd hold me accountable for <laughs> to, actually,
1: <laughs> to actually do this.
0: Um, the only reason I took her to Disney World or Disneyland last time is because I crashed into a car. So <laughs> she'll just be brake checking me next time every time I follow her, I just so I can rear render a car again. But no.
1: wasn't that like Euro-Disney? Euro
0: Disney? Uh, Euro, yeah. I don't know. If yeah, no, it. that's not real. Disney. I that's, was going to say, no, which no, one that was it,
1: Disney World way. or Disneyland? Because those are three thousand miles apart. Yeah, you you did Euro Disney, which is yep. not Disney. Oh. It's full of French people, which it, uh, which is. Just, so happy. No. It's yeah. like the
0: happiest place on Earth. Full it of is. Bones. That's because
1: they don't have any of those uh, Florida pedophiles. No, it's because they're not speaking German. <laughs> You're welcome, times two. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jeez. I should be laden his Bart for free.
1: Yeah. Oh, speaking of history, uh, on the uh, top ten books... Yeah. With, uh, How many uh, of those did you read? Zero. Mm-hmm. But... um. <laughs> Two of the authors I was very well familiar with, Victor David Hanson and Samuel Elliott Morrison. <laughs> Who, which one was Samuel Elliott Morrison? Uh, Samuel L. Morrison, the, the, his book that I read was called Two Ocean War, and it is the, the absolute Bible on naval warfare in World War II. Okay. Yeah. Well, was that the book that was on the list, or was that another No, it was a, it was a different Morrison okay. book. But yeah, when you said Samuel Elliott Morrison, I've got that oh. book. That's a good mm. book. Yeah.
0: Is, is naval warfare something you feel like you need to brush up on?
1: It is, because, you know, Around My Belly... It's it's a big battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind of navel. Yeah. Orange, you glad I didn't come up with another naval joke? Orange, i glad.
0: Oh, it's an orange whip. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whips.
1: There are three of us, and we all thought that joke was really bad. That <laughs> was it? proper dad joke. Man. They're, <laughs> they're not dad jokes. They're rad jokes. Ooh, Okay. Yeah. Anyway, is, I'm done. Is this a good point to end one of these two episodes? I think it's time to pinch this one off. Okay. And then yeah. we'll and then we'll come back and we'll record some more for the end of the uh, next episode. Yeah. Or the previous one. Or whichever. However they works? are. Yeah. Okay. You know, these two double episode things sound like a good idea when they're happening. <laughs> and then... And then the and your, then when I glass. and then when I go to edit them and I go oh crap now I have twice as much material to go through yeah this really doesn't help me here have some more <laughs> oh scotch. that's way too much that, that will definitely help you it's all that's, the way up to yeah. the burger no that's that's actually that is less than than one shot
0: I think that's the worst thing about lockdown ending. <laughs> That you go back into a pub and you get you. I'll, I'll have a drink, please. Being anyway, sober. Where's, where's the rest of my whiskey? <laughs> what is That's this? Not you my pour.
1: If i <laughs> I mean, a, a a liter bottle has like four pores in it. What the hell? <laughs> Lockdown ending. Yeah, that from like a year and a half ago for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or in Florida, never happened. That's right. <laughs> Those groomers don't know how good they have. No, it. No, they don't. Which interestingly <laughs> enough, Florida ranked the oh, I know fifth yeah. best state yep. to handle after uh, Utah, uh, South Dakota, like Nebraska. Who was number one? I think it was Utah. Yeah, yeah. All those Mormons. I don't know. Huh? They have a very maybe there is something to anyway. that. Yeah. Uh, All I know is I don't want two wives. I don't want two women laughing yeah. at me in Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just some positive news. Ooh.
0: I went on holiday and nothing bad happened.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, save that, save that for ne- the next yes. episode or the previous one. And as a, as a matter of fact, uh, to, as as a teaser, yeah, Sam did recon on my next holiday. Really? Okay. Well, we'll we'll discuss that next week, or we'll we will have discussed that last week. <laughs> However, this pans out in editing, on Nurburger. Is that about do it, guys? For this, yeah, I've got portion. I've got holes to dig. I've got post to set.
0: <laughs> do you use postcrete or concrete?
1: Postcrete, that's postcrete. Special. That's something you have over it, there.
0: It's specifically for setting posts.
1: Is it more expensive than con- regular concrete?
0: I think it might be a little bit more expensive. I think that's but a but scam.
1: Just... It is a scam. I use high strength. <laughs> 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 What do you use? Like uh, six thousand psi? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> don't you know there? So I've got the uh, four by fours. They're embedded uh, three feet solid, and those uh, are pressure treated, right? Oh heck yeah. Don't oh, yeah! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What? Not going to do non pressure treated? You might as well replace the fence every year there. <laughs> so Sam Tansy, question: When I'm setting <laughs> my post, yeah, uh, I use high strength sixty uh, pound bag of Quickrete. That I mix and then pour. I am not a dry in the hole, sprinkle water in. No, I mix. Oh no, it. Oh, I'm oh, no. no, I'm a,
0: a, a, a one third water, then the post crate, and then the big stick to mix.
1: That sounds like one of my cocktails. In the hole or in the wheelbarrow? In there's no wheelbarrows here. Oh. It's just holes. You don't know so, own wheelbarrows in England. You just put no, the. Do. I do own, you just put a big stick unit. in the hole. They, you do own a wheelbarrow, you just don't ruin it by coating it in concrete.
0: Well, It's black, it's got spinners, it's...
1: <laughs> are we still talking lowered. about setting posts? <laughs> <laughs> does, it got, does it got the hydraulics? <laughs> How many are D-cells got, batteries does it take? <laughs> it's, it, Twelve. Wow! <laughs> Man, the lights dim when you turn that thing on. <laughs> are, you, are you got
0: proper post diggy? No, uh post shovel. A post hole digger. No, not a post. Post, Yeah, if you've a proper...
1: You have a post hole digger or no, an auger? I, I don't, because uh, somebody, somebody that I know it? has it on the borrow-to-own plan. Uh-oh. But luckily, my neighbor, I have... Oh my gosh, I am so blessed. Are going to borrow it off them and never give it back? No, it's even better. <laughs> He's going to buy one and then help me use it, and then keep it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a great neighbor. Young family. Yeah. Oh, they're great. I'm so happy to have them on that side of the house. They're wonderful. So <laughs> he's going to help me set the post today. Fine. And, yeah. When, uh, when I did the demo on the fence, he actually got angry at me that I didn't call him ahead of time to ask him to help. Because he wanted to swing the sledgehammer. He just saw me out there pulling it apart. He's like, dude, dude, why didn't you freaking call me? Why? L- let me help. I'm like, well, it's my fence. He's like, no, just let me help. So when I need to do stuff on my fence, I can call you? <laughs> I won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> you may call me. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? I don't know this number. What prank caller, prank caller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, so now I have two great neighbors, one on each side. Oh, that's nice. I only yeah. have the one over here. I have two great this neighbors. This one over there yeah. still sucks ass. This one over here, so my landscaper guy shows up yesterday. Yeah. And this one, like, comes over to the fence and starts yelling at him in Spanish. Like, hey, trying to get his attention. It's like he's just started mowing the lawn. Literally, it's like because yeah. <laughs> this can idiot you, can has you do to that talk again.
0: To him. Just, I, I need to hear that
1: again. <laughs> sure Does he drink milk or soy milk? I'm sure he drinks soy milk. Do soy milk? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm milk. Um. <laughs> And he starts talking to him because this guy, rather than call his own, you know, look up a landscape or whatever, you know, and call somebody and have them come over regularly. He just asks my guy whenever he happens to show up because, of course, he doesn't can work. No. And he's like, hey, can you do my yard? (laughs) And so I hear that I'm here. I'm sitting at my work from home station downstairs and I can hear this through the, the window and blah 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 yo soy blah 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 yo soy that yo soy this and and I'm like so great so now this guy's gonna have to stop mowing he's mowed like six feet of my lawn now he's got to turn around <laughs> and go over there and mow that idiot's lawn and um and now my lawn's not gonna get done right in time bef- you know for my Zoom meeting that I have in 45 minutes and so With- now there's gonna be <explodes> going on in the background yeah. I'm gonna have to keep myself muted well about. Five minutes after that happens, you know, my guy starts mowing my lawn again. And I'm like, oh, I guess he's going to wait and do it after. Then I see this idiot next door get in his car and drive up the street to the house next door across the street where another landscape crew is doing my other neighbor's yard. And he starts talking to them. And then he turns around and drives back to his house. He drove his car two doors down. Two doors down. Yeah. It's like Grand Canyon with Steve Martin. Yeah. And then and then my guy finishes mine packs up his stuff and leaves and then 20 minutes later this other landscape crew backs their truck down the street in front of his house and then proceeds to cut his lawn so thank you my guy for telling my idiot neighbor no no
0: i'm i'm gonna assume two things from this conversation the first one is your neighbor does not listen to your podcast and
1: Let's hope not. I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's adorable that you think that anybody listens to this podcast. But continue <laughs> again. I'm listener count nobody, currently at eight. Nobody
0: owns a lawnmower. Does anybody have a lawnmower?
1: I have one that doesn't work. I have a. How great big lawnmower. are your lawns? That you need someone else to do it. Um, um, greater than the amount. If I takes can't do to use it with scissors, if I have, <laughs> 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 I was going to say, if I can't do it with scissors, it's too big. <laughs> you. You beat me to it, man! Yes. congratulations. I, I have I have a really good Honda lawnmower. <laughs> Honda, if you'd like to sponsor Nürburgring. <laughs> this is the third Honda lawnmower I've had in my life. I have a guy. <laughs> I have a guy, but he went to college. Well, my was that the first guy or the second guy ended up going to college? Yeah, I think that was the first guy. The first guy went to college. That was the guy who. I think I've told story on the story on the podcast before years ago. I was sitting, or I was downstairs, whatever, doing whatever. He was mowing the front lawn. And uh, I happened to walk past the front window. And I see him running up the street as fast as he can, like waving his arms go- and yelling. Because he had mowed over a yellow jacket Yellow nest. jacket nest, <laughs> yep. That <laughs> happened to me once. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, you see, this is exa- the exact reason why I pay yeah. some kid to do this instead yeah. of do it myself. Well, I paid some kid to do it, but then um, my son decided to raise the rates for this year. (laughs) Oh, that was your kid? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like a true capitalist. Absolutely.
1: And like a true capitalist, I chose not to engage his services. I said, well, you just priced yourself out of the work. Really? Nothing. Wow. And now I mow it. Wow. With your (laughs) Honda. With my, my guy just re- finally, ra- I've, I've been waiting for it. I'm like, sure, you know, he's been doing it for like 10 years. I'm yeah. Like, it's the same price it was 10 years ago. And now we've got all this inflation and gas prices going up. And I'm like, he's going to ask for more. And he finally did. Yeah. Speaking I'm, of I'm happy to give him more because he waited this long. <laughs> 30 years ago, uh-huh. you could buy an Arizona tea for 99 cents. How much does an Arizona tea cost now? 99 cents. The billionaire who runs that company has refused to raise the price. To raise the price. Good man. Yeah. Do we know who the, the, the name of this man? Good bloke? Is that what no. chap. Good chap. Good chap. No no clue. No. Well, well, I don't, don't have to find that out. I don't work in billionaire circles. <laughs> I hang out in air Well, as circles. long as he doesn't buy a newspaper or some <laughs> other kind of platform. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's he's okay. A, he's yeah. absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm Michael. still waiting for my little to die. <laughs> so you can buy me. No, I bought it. I bought it 10 years ago. This just cheapest lawnmower I could find because I'd moved into a property that had three foot grass. And I thought, I'll kill the lawnmower, but I'll cut this grass. And then like the true consumerist I am, I'll take it back to the store and just complain bitterly that it's
1: broken. A <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you bought too good of a lawnmower.
0: This little Bosch lawnmower. Oh, a Bosch? Yeah, wow. I'm done. Well, no. I've got hedges with it. I've got whole thorn hedges with this thing.
1: Uh, God forbid you have to replace a part in it, though.
0: I've never replaced... uh, Okay. (laughs) I hit a tree stump with it last year, which was a bit too much for it to handle, (laughs) so the blade spun off it.
1: (laughs) the blade couldn't cut through the tree yeah. stump that was, what, like a foot wide? It couldn't cut through the tree stump, no. Yeah, okay.
0: No. So um, I, I I, had to re-weld the blade back onto the spindle.
1: You have a um, welder? But
0: now I'm just careful about what footwear I wear when I use the lawnmower now.
1: In case the just blade in, flies off again and you lose your ankles.
0: Um, yeah. I'm not going to say I don't trust my welding, but I just, I just wouldn't
1: bet my ankles on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to end up end up like Cotton Hill. Right. <laughs> With no shins, got <laughs> no shins, Bobby,
0: <laughs> so I was cutting the hedges with it last night again, um, and it it hit something and it just stopped and it's it's having a moment to reevaluate its life at <laughs> the moment where it's been unplugged, <laughs> and I'm hoping when I go back to it this evening, it will spring back into life and it'll all be good.
1: oh, it's electric,
0: oh, it's, yeah, it's electric, yeah,
1: how big is your
0: garden? Like, way too big for this small little like, electric mower that can to do. Nine, <laughs> how many extension nine, cords do you nine need? Nine
1: square feet, something like that? Uh, one square point, meter? I, I, I
0: have no idea what units you'd like to work in. <laughs> it takes me three minutes to walk across from one side to No, it doesn't. It would take me three minutes to walk around the outside of it. It's, um, That's pretty
1: big. Yeah. It's well, you're out in the country, though.
0: Point, sort of. Um, sort of. Yeah, 0.3 football fields.
1: 0.03. <laughs> 0.3 football fields. Now, is this actual football or that European pansy winer sport? Football?
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh. That's fighting talk, that is. Not a Ted Lasso fan, which... are you? Oh, I love Ted Lasso. It's great. Have you seen Ted Lasso yet, Sam? I have not seen Ted oh, Lasso. Oh, Ted Lasso's fantastic. We've, Sam and I have talked about Ted Lasso. I, I told Sam he needs to watch it because there's a lot of fish out of water. Yes. Like American living in England, learning how things are different yes. type humor. that I think he, it's would, very he, funny. he would appreciate it. This, I believe, is the longest outro in the history of Nurburger. Are we still doing an outro or is we this the next Nürburgrer. episode? <laughs> Matthew, Sam, thanks for joining us for this episode of Nurburger. Hopefully we'll see you again next week or last week. And maybe the following week. And now is the time of the episode where somebody asks me where they can find us. Where can we find you? Well, thanks for asking, Sam. You can find us at nurburgershow.com. Email nurburgershow com. And don't forget hashtag cancel Nurburger. We're, we're going to do another one of these in like 15 minutes. Join us next time on Nurburger, or last time when Matthew and Sam are still here. Did we actually Did leave? leave? I don't know. <laughs> Did we ever leave? I don't know, but that uh, that bottle of Macallan is now below the top of the label. Well, I mean. Let's see how much further we can get it to go. It was narrow at the top. That's what she said. You were listening to her? It's like I'm being stabbed with that thing. <laughs> 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 alright, moving on to Brilliant. the next show. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. Hello there, Sam. How are you? I'm alright, how are you? I am fabulous.
0: I, mean, he, he, I need he,
1: two cameras in here. You, need, you do need two cameras. I don't know how do that you, works. Can I you hook either. two cameras up at once? Well, you just I have... Two. What do you want to look at, Sam, me or Matthew? <laughs> neither. <It's>
0: neither. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. You can look at the scotch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cheers, guys. Thanks for helping out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, i I'm, I'm been gardening all day today. Oh, that's oh, right. I've, it's, I've
1: been... it's dinner time almost for yeah. you. It is. Or is it supper? Or which Hobbit meal do you celebrate?
0: <sighs> it's. You... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's dinner. I'm not going to start. <laughs> it's din- dinner time. That's what it is okay. at the moment. It's dinner
1: time. Yeah, we did it's have an all... argument within my family on um, when does Dunch. End and liner begin. Yeah. So what time do you think in the day that Dunch is over and dinner? Like begins? if you were to eat at that point in time, yes. what would Which it be would it called? Be? Three o'clock.
0: Is that like a meal before dinner then? Like <laughs> yes. Kind of in between it, It's a meal in between
1: so, lunch and dinner.
0: Uh, do you know, four, four o'clock, But well, that would be the... Who who eats dinner at five o'clock? Serious question. Who eats dinner at five
1: o'clock? Old people. Yeah. Golden Corral has the early bird seating at 12 for dinner. (laughs) And if you're not there Mm -hmm. by 12.15, you're not getting ice cream, because Joe Biden already got it all.
0: (laughs) It's okay, he's shucking it all over the floor by the time he's got back. (laughs) That wasn't a funny joke.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, he dropped it trying to shake hands with uh, somebody who wasn't there. Yes, and had a conversation with a flag. (laughs)
0: Let's be fair, if, if Joe Biden was, he, he wouldn't even make it to the restaurant, would he, he would have got lost way before then?
1: Yes. Why he has to have people pulling his strings. Yes. He'd be like a, a Roomba. Really,
0: that was an awkward video, and it was, it was someone doing a funny voiceover, and I'm probably sure you've seen it. But they're trying to guide him, and they going, go right, go right, go right, and go, quick, he's, he's off target. <laughs> and they put someone out there. To make him go right, and he just kind of gets lost and wanders off into like the woods somewhere, and then (laughs) walks back the opposite direction, looking even more confused.
1: But he doesn't say mean things on Twitter, thank God, which makes him so much better.
0: I wish he would say mean things on Twitter; it'd be be funny. I
1: think his mean. I think if he was in charge of his Twitter account. Uh, it would be just a, like a, a regurgitation of, of consonants and vowels in random order.
0: To be fair, Joe Biden probably doesn't know what Twitter is. No, he doesn't. And it's still got a, a 18th century typewriter on the desk somewhere. Yes. Trying to send his emails.
1: Yes. Well, that's why you have to follow the Joe Biden insult bot. Oh. You're hooting at the wrong owl, you nursery rhyming can of beans. <laughs> Keep it in your hat, you old <laughs> dribble mouthed milk licker. <laughs> Go candy and yam, you two faced spit licker. There's a lot of licking. Yeah. You're all strawberry and no preserves, you foghorn blowing trolley jumper.